Welcome to the latest in the Bova News podcast series. The COVID-19 pandemic has changed the lives of millions of people, including canceling events and activities we all hold dear and look forward to each year. That was certainly the case with World Dairy Expo, which was canceled last fall, but the show will go on this year. And here to talk about what folks can expect at this year's show is the general manager of World Dairy Expo, Scott Bentley. Scott was named the general manager of World Dairy Expo in 2013. In his role, Scott leads the Expo staff and is responsible for developing new initiatives and cultivating stakeholder relationships for the largest dairy-focused event in the world. Prior to joining Expo, Scott was employed by ABS Global in DeForest, Wisconsin. His roles included Global Supply Manager, Global Dairy Product Manager, and Product Development Sire Analyst. He moved to Madison from California and started his career in Ohio with the American Jersey Cattle Association. Scott received an executive MBA from Purdue University and earned his bachelor's degree from Iowa State University. So welcome to the podcast today, Scott. Happy to be here. Thanks for the opportunity. So we're a little over a year removed from the start of the COVID-19 pandemic that changed everything for all of us. Can you take us back to this time last year when you were considering what to do about World Dairy Expo 2020? Uh, What was the process and some of the factors that went into your decision to cancel the event? Sure can. So we'll we'll go back to uh, March of 2020. And everyone knows that that's really when uh, much of our world started to change. We had board and committee meetings on March 1st and 2nd of 2020. And I think we would have addressed COVID in some very minor ancillary way, Uh, but we were really focused on the business at hand, uh, going through uh, the agenda of our annual business meeting, talking about the upcoming 2020 World Dairy Expo. Uh, We would have adjourned, had a nice group lunch together and everyone would have gone back into their uh, collective responsibilities And then about a week or two later, uh, of course, COVID uh, really became front and center for many of us, perhaps when they canceled the NCAA March Madness Tournament or or other sporting events. So I I would say to your listeners in the last half of March and April and May, we would have been uh, engaging with stakeholders and community leaders the way all all, uh, individuals and organizations were. Uh, And quite frankly, with the naive belief that uh, it was probably not going to impact fall events. And we would have learned uh, in May that uh, it was going to impact fall events. And then it was just a matter of of to what degree. And so we would have uh, began a a series of conversations with Dane County leaders and public health Madison and Dane County that would have led the executive committee to make a decision uh, that was, however difficult it was, it was really the only decision we could make, and that was to cancel World Dairy Expo 2020. So that decision was made and communicated circa June 1st, 2020, uh, and it was met appropriately given all of the dynamics that were in place that early in the year, or should I say that time of the year. We wanted to give our exhibitors, particularly our commercial exhibitors, time to react and respond. Uh, to that information. Uh, And so it was made uh, on June 1st versus what we originally had planned, which was to communicate our decision on July 1st. Well, there are positive elements that can come out of adversity. And as someone who has participated in Expo for the past, oh, I think I've been going for 20 years, uh, both from a standpoint of the trade show to working with a show team, uh, certainly what has changed for World Dairy Expo over the past year? 
coming out of such disappointment because I know from, you know, as an exhibitor there, obviously everyone was very disappointed and devastated and not to the fault of World Dairy Expo by any means, but just the situation at hand. Yeah, sure. Great question. I mean, obviously, I think the summer was tough for us as staff uh, and everyone affiliated with the dairy industry or ag industry relative to all of the events that didn't take place last year. Uh, And I think the week of World Dairy Expo was a challenge, quite frankly, for those of us uh, on the team. But uh, we were able to use that time uh, last summer and fall to work closely with the executive committee to thoroughly review the strategic plan uh, for World Dairy Expo. We have a a five-year strategic plan that we updated and and really tried to develop some new actionable items that were important to our current and to our future. Uh, We also put together some industry steering groups to really help us do a better job of, of engaging with our stakeholders and truly getting their input into the direction of some of our initiatives, uh, because we want to be grassroots and stakeholder led as an organization. And so that time last fall, that strategic time that we had really has allowed us to develop several new strategic initiatives that we will begin to see at World Dairy Expo 2021. That includes, and we can expand upon those later, but that includes uh, a a revised and a restructured uh, Uh, trade show uh, layout with the expansion and relocation of the Trade Center that will include things like Spanish speaking seminars and morning keynote addresses. That includes uh, an expanded relocating Tanbark, which is our uh, networking and hospitality location and certainly the development and expansion of digital offerings. Uh, such as the Dairy Show, which is the World Dairy Expo podcast, or Survey Says, which has been a friendly Facebook competition. So we tried to be uh, more strategic last fall and really ensure that when we came back together as a dairy community in the fall of 2021, we had some new looks and some, some new initiatives in place. Well, obviously, the trade show is a key part of World Dairy Expo, and you bring in companies from all across the U.S. and the world. What have you heard from some of those companies with regard to participation in the show this fall, both from companies from within the U.S. and out? Yeah, great question. So the the response from our commercial exhibitors has been extremely favorable and extremely positive. They're they're chomping at the bit to get back into the exhibition space. Uh, They see World Dairy Expo as one of their key uh, vertical events that they wanna be a part of. And we're gratified to hear that feedback. And and as we all can appreciate, uh, there has been a certain amount of uh, evaluation, I think, regarding uh, trade shows and the participation of companies in trade shows. They couldn't in 2020. And so then when they set their budgets for 2021, they needed to ask themselves, are we or aren't we going to uh, participate in person or have we uh, converted to some sort of a new look in in the virtual space? So we've had great response from our existing and new commercial exhibitors to participate in Expo 2021. There's a lot of pent up demand from commercial exhibitors uh, to unveil their new products and services and technologies uh, to the global dairy industry. And so uh, we're excited to facilitate that opportunity this fall. So new things that people can expect to see when they visit the event this fall? Well, as I said, I think the uh, the uh, the restructured trade uh, show layout and the expansion of the Trade Center is going to be significant, uh, and we hope a very favorable uh, response uh, to 
for our, from our commercial exhibitors to enhance the Trade Center offering. Uh, we think the tan bark, uh, which will now be relocated to the arena building, is going to be a fantastic space for attendees uh, to socialize and to eat and to drink and and to uh, to fellowship in a way that uh, we missed out on last year. And we certainly will enhance that space by having um, a keynote, uh, morning keynote speakers available to our attendees. And we hope to have a, a morning keynote session every morning in addition to social opportunities and happy hours in the evening. So we're gonna have some new looks, some new wrinkles that I think will bring value and, and excitement uh, to our attendees. So recently, Scott, there was a decision made to keep World Dairy Expo in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, you have been offered a long-term contract, nothing's been signed yet. Uh, can you walk us through what led up to that decision and why it was ultimately decided to keep the show where it started? Because there was a lot of talk and rumors about moving the show and where could we go? So we're settled back in Madison. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that decision? Sure can. Great question. We had our uh, board and committee meetings on March 1st and 2nd of 2021. And uh, uh, during those discussions and board and committee meetings, we would have talked about some of the implications that were in place for uh, Expo 2021. We shared with our leadership uh, the update of the RFP that we extended when we were uh, seeking alternative venues if we needed to move out of Dane County. And we gave uh, our leadership and update at that time. We also shared that information with Dane County so that they knew and that we were transparent that uh, we needed to hold our event this fall. We wanted to hold our event this fall. And if that meant uh, we needed to leave Dane County, we were going to do so. We would have had uh, uh, extensive and very productive discussions with uh, Dane County and Alliant Energy Center leadership that included uh, Public Health Madison and Dane County in March. And uh, after our March committee meetings, uh, the county extended to us uh, an offer for a long-term extension to continue to hold World Dairy Expo at the Alliant Energy Center. We chose not to sign that contract in March because our focus was to ensure that we made the best decision possible for Expo 2021. And after uh, some terrific feedback and responses from uh, local leadership, we believed it was in our best interest to keep World Dairy Expo at the Alliant Energy Center in Madison. So that decision was made and communicated in, on uh, April 1st. And so since that time now, we have begun to look at the contract extension that's been offered to us uh, to really see if that's the, the right thing for us today to extend out another 10 plus years uh, here in Madison and Dane County. And we're working through that uh, process as you would expect with internal leadership as well as external counsel to make sure it's the best fit moving forward. Can you give us a feel for the magnitude of the event, the number of people that come into town every year? I would think that this has a significant impact on the place that it's held. It does, absolutely. And that's why the discussions this spring were so significant and so impactful. Uh, we're not talking about having a meeting with 50 attendees. We're talking about having an exhibition with hopefully 50,000 attendees. And that's a five day event. So that's 10,000 attendees per day on the Alliant Energy Center campus inside and outside of the buildings on that facility. So we really needed to be lockstep with public health to ensure that we could hold our event in the manner in which our attendees and exhibitors would have expected. And so 
Uh, we shared a list of uh, what we called non-negotiables with the Alliant Energy Center in Dane County uh, to give them an opportunity to review what we felt like we needed to have in place uh, for baseline expectations, and they agreed to those. Uh, and so, you know, that really brought us to the point of moving forward with confidence in holding World Day Expo 2021 at the Alliant Energy Center. So obviously you're working closely with Dane County, the city of Madison to safely bring in people and cattle from around the world to the event. Uh, can you share some of the parameters? I can, in a, in a general sense. I think the first thing that we wanna recognize is that uh, CDC restrictions, um, federal aviation restrictions, that's all out of our control. We know that. Um, and so we recognize that international travel is going to be a great challenge. Uh, and we've readjusted our sites uh, with, with the hopeful optimism that we can maximize attendance from across the United States. And we sure hope from our bordering uh, uh, sister countries of uh, Mexico and Canada, but that will play out outside of any control of World Dairy Expo. We also know that Madison and Dane County uh, as a community, and particularly the hospitality community, uh, the hoteliers, the restaurants have been hyper vigilant in establishing and maintaining strict uh, COVID-19 precautionary measures, whether that's distancing or masks or regular cleaning or reduced capacity. Uh, the Dane County community has really, uh, really led, I think, here in the state of Wisconsin, uh, precautionary measures. That, that just go from A to Z in terms of how our attendees will be impacted. So we feel very good about what the community is doing to, to offer a, a safe environment for our attendees. And of course, we have to do the same thing on the ground. So whether that's uh, hand sanitizing stations or just being respectful of people's comfort zone and recognizing that there is a range of perspectives, uh, we wanna be that big tent that allows everyone to feel like this event that has been their event for over 50 years will continue so in 2021. Excellent. So there's a lot of enthusiasm and excitement for Expo this year. Uh, there, I would assume there's also this heightened level of enthusiasm for people to get back on the colored shavings. Uh, have you heard from cattle exhibitors? We absolutely have. Uh, they are so excited to be back. Uh, and, and, and confident that they can come back to the Alliant Energy Center and World Dairy Expo in 2021. And yes, they are getting out to spring shows this spring. And yes, there are going to be fall district, or excuse me, summer district and, and state shows this summer. And yes, the fall shows will be back in some capacity this fall. But you know, World Dairy Expo is kind of the granddaddy in some respects. And when we announced on April 1st, uh, that uh, our dairy cattle exhibitors were welcome back to the colored shavings. Uh, we've gotten nothing but uh, favorable feedback from our dairy cattle exhibitors, and, and we're thrilled that they feel that way because we don't take their support for granted. Uh, and on a personal level, from someone who does work with an exhibitor team there, uh, everyone is so excited to be back in Madison for World Dairy Expo. I can speak to that from a very personal level, but uh, I think that the excitement will continue to grow. We look forward to being there and obviously supporting Expo in all of its capacity. And lastly, Scott, looking ahead, uh, are there things you can share with our audience about new initiatives or programs either on the grounds or with the event that are being planned? 
Well, as I said previously, and I think it's it would be fun and appropriate to, to review those again. We, we absolutely are excited to uh, welcome our youth participants back. Uh, we're changing the day of the youth showmanship contest from Thursday evening to Monday afternoon. We think that's going to be a big plus for participation. We would have launched with moderate success a new event app in 2019. And we really want to drive our attendees and expo participants to the new mobile event app for 2021. And we're really loading it up with some outstanding features and benefits for, for our attendees. And as I said earlier, uh, Spanish uh, seminars, the tan bark, morning keynote speakers, the expanded trade center, those are all new initiatives for 2021. And as we look further and into 2022 and beyond, we really want to ramp up our, our year-round engagement with World Dairy Expo stakeholders so it's not just an event. An expo will always be an event, but to the extent that we can, we want to dialogue with our expo stakeholders and enthusiasts in a year-round capacity. So I think at the, at the end of the day, uh, what we did was we took what we could from 2020 uh, to create street strategic initiatives that will guide World Dairy Expo leadership in the years ahead to ensure that Expo is and continues to be the meeting place for the global dairy industry. Perfect. And where can people go to follow along? To follow along and find out more about World Dairy Expo and the happenings this fall, you can go to the World Dairy Expo website at worlddairyexpo.com and be sure to check out our Facebook and social pages. Perfect. Well, that wraps up our Bova News podcast for today. If you like what you heard, be sure to follow Bova News on your favorite podcast subscription service. And while you're at it, go ahead and follow us on the various social media platforms and subscribe to our YouTube page. And be sure to check out our website, bovanews.com, for more information and alerts to upcoming podcasts and webinars. This has been your host, Kim Bremer. And from everyone at Bova News, have a great day.